Hello everyone, it's Christmas time if you hadn't noticed and we are getting ready thinking about orphans. It like it, does it? <laughs> we're thinking about orphans around the world. Last year was our best year and we're just waiting to see what you and the Holy Spirit have planned for Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation this Christmas. Amen. You know, last year because of you, you helped us and we had our yes. best year ever, even during the pandemic. And we were able <laughs> well, to bless 22 nations, 40 orphanages, five water wells we dug, three homes of widows right. we put roofs on, two Sorry. vans we bought, uh, one in India for children and one in wow. Burma for children, and a partridge and a pear tree. Effort so every you. year we do the Christmas project and right. uh, we're expecting to, God and you and us to do big things this year. <laughs> God bless you, That's we right. love you. JMICF, our Terry Mize Ministries, let us hear from you, orphan1.com. is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you and welcome today to More Than Conquerors, Terry Mize Ministries program. We are delighted that you have joined us and we are just thrilled again for the opportunity to talk to you about the great facts from the Word of God. That's what Psalm 78 calls this book uh, in the Amplified Bible. It That's says such that, a wonderful phrase. Isn't that great? The great facts of God's dealings with Israel. And I just love that. It just brings it down to the fact that this is the fact. <laughs> it, this isn't theory. You know, this isn't just somebody's perception of something, but this is, these are the facts on the Word of God. And that's what we want to talk to you about today. We've got our heart is full. <laughs> we are thrilled with what we see the Lord doing in the lives of people and our partners and our family. Amen. And we are just so excited. Uh, we've had the privilege recently of going from north to south here in, in America and talking with different pastors and leaders. And it's just been wonderful to be in the churches where people are excited about the things of God. So we're going to talk to you about that. And we've got some stuff we want to remind you about. And uh, we're going to talk about, I think, one of the best things that we, we could ever talk to you about that helped me so much when I learned this back in the early 70s, that Jesus reversed the curse. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I mean, Thank to, God. oh, my goodness. And, and you know, if you go read over in Galatians <laughs> chapter three and then go to Deuteronomy 28, go back and read those things, even though you may be familiar with them. It's so important to keep your eyes looking at the word of God and read it out loud to yourself again. Let your ears hear it. Your own eyes see it. Your own mouth say it. I mean, it just does something to you. It gives the Holy Ghost down on the inside an opportunity to preach the word through your five senses. And it's just an amazing process that God will anoint right there in your own home. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 
<clears throat> Before we get started with all that, Renee, I, I'd like to say since we're since we're in December, right? Uh, the last several programs we haven't even mentioned our our great project that we do every year That's at right. Christmas time That's for right. orphans. Right. Uh, many years ago, uh, Jackie and I, uh, Jackie's in heaven, as most of you know, but Jackie and I, many years ago, started a a, a foundation. That's right. Called the Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation That's right. because. Uh, forever in our ministry, when we'd go to a foreign country, somebody would take us to orphanages and the children's right. orphanages, and we've always helped, it's true. always blessed. We've had our own orphanages, uh, and, and also with with humanitarian aid, you know, helping disasters, tsunamis, earthquakes, hurricanes, right, right. terrible, terrible Single situations, moms, and helping widows <laughs> and whatever, yeah, you right. know, humanitarian aid type stuff. Because many years ago, I realized that that when there's a disaster in some country, and I blow in there to help, and the country's customs and uh, immigration says, "What are you doing here?" I said, well, I'm Terry Myers. What are you? Who are you? I'm a minister. I uh, came to hell. Oh, no, we don't need any ministers, you know, because right. they're still digging out the dead bodies and trying to put things back together. So we realized we could create this foundation that's that's a, a 501c3. It's tax deductible. That uh, is, is what they, it's what the world calls an NGO or what right. we, in America Not, we call an right. NGO, meaning right. a non-governmental so organization. And, and if you ever watch all your uh, – uh, if you ever watch disasters around the world, it's always these American NGOs like Red Cross and Care right. and Salvation Army and and Samaritan's Purse and uh, there are just so many good organizations that go help and but they're not from the government. It's not government money. Right, right. It's it's it's, it's, it's the people's money, private money, <laughs> the and private many sector. of them are like us. It's Christians' money, and and right. so we realized that if we had an NGO, if we had a foundation. Right. That I could just go into one of these countries when there's a disaster, and I could say, I could say, I'm I'm Terry Mize, and I hand him a card and say, I'm the CEO of an NGO. I'm the CEO right. of a of a of a uh, humanitarian aid uh, uh, organization, and I'm here to help, and I've got money. Right. And so they say, Well, come in, come in, come in. Uh, and so anyway, if you want to know more about that, go to orphanone.com. Orphan right. and the number one. OrphanOne.com, and it'll tell you more about that. And we've just had tremendous success. But anyway, at, at Easter, excuse me, Easter time, at Christmas time uh, every year, we really make a big push to help, right. help orphans uh, for Christmas simply. Man, we have them all year long, you know, and feed them, clothe them, help them, blah, blah. But I'm talking about at Christmas time, so many times Christmas, even though Jesus is the reason for the season, we all know that people get stressed out. And of course, here we are in this pandemic time, and people really are stressed out. And uh, people get stressed out, and they're trying to buy their 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 family something for Christmas, their kids something, for, their grandkids something for Christmas, what? and so they get so pushed that sometimes, even though Jesus is the reason for the season, he gets left out. Pastors get left out, churches get left out, missionaries get left out, and certainly orphans get left out. And so I don't know, maybe 10, 12, 11 years ago, I just one day just picked my phone up. I sat at home praying about the orphans and and what we were going how we were going to help them for Christmas, and uh, I just picked up my phone and sent a text to. Some pastors that are just friends of mine, that's right. personal friends, that's right, and uh, partners with our ministry. They love us and love our ministry and help us go around the world. And I just sent a text to maybe maybe ten, maybe twelve, just a double handful of just personal friends, and said, "Hey, pastor, uh, you know we have all these orphans, and you know you know we, we like to help them at Christmas time." And and I just had a thought. Uh, I, I know your people are are stretched their own selves and right. trying to get their own Christmas right. and their own family. I said, "So right. don't make a big push. Don't make a big deal." But just ask everybody sometime in, in the end of November, all through December, just just ask your people, uh, take up an offering and ask everybody just to give a dollar. 
just give a dollar. No, don't stress anybody. Don't push anybody. Just a dollar. And, uh, and I said, that way, you know, if you've got 100 people in your church, it'd, it'd be $100. And I said, if all those come in together, I'll be able to help. We only had like, at that year, we were trying to have two orphanages, one right. in <laughs> one in Romania and one in India. Right. And, uh, and, and it was such an overwhelming success, as you know, Renee. I mean, pastors, those That's pastors right. jumped all That's over right. that That's and started right. sending big money. I mean, huge money. And uh, and then uh, and I didn't even say it to my partners, you know, as we are now today. I'm saying it to our partners, but but back then it was just to the pastors, right? And so uh, we were able to bless, increase beyond beyond those two in Indian Romania, right? Two or two orphanages. We went on to several orphanages in in a number of countries. I think right. maybe ten countries or twelve countries, and. And over the years, these pastors have gotten so excited. They'll start contacting me in October and say, hey, Brother yeah, Terry, you're still doing, you're 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 doing the orphan October. thing this year? And I say, sure. And, and so they look forward to it. Their people look forward to it. Right, right. And last year, during the pandemic, Shockingly. I mean, the, the, the worst economy America's had, um, you, you know, and people out of a job and people, I mean, it, people scared. It was just weird. We didn't know what would happen. We right. didn't know, if, you know, people would give or not. Exactly. But I went ahead and sent out the text to the pastors. And, of course, it's more than a double handful now. It's a number of pastors. They're friends and, and wanted to get involved. Uh, and we had our best year ever last exactly. Christmas. Christmas of, you, 20, Christmas of 2020 was our best year ever. We were able to give uh, to, to 22 different nations. Right. 40 Organized 40 orphanages or That's entities. Right. We dug five water wells. We roofed three widows' houses. We bought two vans for two orphanages, one in India with special That's needs right. children, and one in uh, the jungles of Burma, a girl's orphanage. And we were just able to do lots of stuff. Uh, and so here we are. We're in December again, and Christmas is coming again. That's right. And so uh, we haven't, up to this point, we haven't even mentioned it. We probably should have started mentioning it two or three weeks ago. Uh, but we haven't. So anyway, I'm going to throw that out there to you that if you want to get involved in Orphans Christmas, uh, don't take away from your church. Don't take away from your this in your tithe. Uh, don't take away from what you give to us or anybody else. We don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Uh, but if you want to help some orphans for Christmas uh, in a lot of countries around the world, uh, let us know. You can go to Orphan One, the number one, OrphanOne.com. And let us know, and, and we want you to know this always 100% That's right. of what you send goes directly to the orphans or the, the, where you send it. Uh, we don't take any expense money. We're, we're allowed to by the government. The government allows NGOs and charitable organizations like Red Cross Care, all these United Way. They, they allow them a, a good percentage of, for their expenses. They allow us the same thing, but we don't take it. We just have refused over all the years. I hope I can always do that. Uh, we just said, well, we'll pay the expenses out of my ministry, out of Terry Mize Ministries. Uh, but 100%, if you send a dollar, a dollar goes. You send a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars goes. Sure. So. So uh, we, we send 100% of whatever you send. And I, I, frankly, I don't know anybody that does that. And uh, we, we're going to bless a lot of kids this year with your help. So if, if that is something that God kind of pricks your heart about, talks to you, uh, ministers to you about, you want to get involved, you know, you, you know, you know, some things we don't have a choice about. We don't have an option. Missions right. is one. We don't have a choice about missions. We're, Jesus said, do it. You get involved in missions. An individual has to do it. A church has to do it. Uh, and then helping widows and orphans. We don't have a choice about that. That's old right. Testament and New, the Word tells us to take care of widows and orphans. Uh, and one of those old famous scriptures I've used forever and ever and ever, I've, I've often said it's why I eat monkey and, and, and dog and cat and rat and worms and bugs and all the stuff I've eaten around the world. It's called Psalm, uh, Proverbs 31, verse right. 8 and verse 9. says, speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. 
and and defend the poor and needy. And so we've done that. That, That's that's not an option. Then James James 1, uh, 26 tells us. um, True religion. Is it 26? Next to the last verse, 27, 26. Anyway, James 1, 26 says, says pure religion. And undefiled before right. God and the Father is this. And he gives us a definition. He said to take care of widows and orphans and to keep yourself un, unscarred, unscathed, to keep unspotted. yourself unspotted from the world. From and the so world. that's, as a Christian, those are things we really don't have a choice about or have an option about. God said do it. We that's either right. obey or disobey. That's but if right. you want to hook up with us and help us do it, and, and we'll represent you and do it for you on your That's behalf, right. then right. go, to, go to OrphanOne.com and let us know, and 100% of what you send will go where you send it. We ran into some dear, wonderful uh, minister friends, even in the grocery store in Houston a while back. <laughs> That's right. And um, we had helped them last year, and uh, I think even the year before, they have they had several um, – orphanages and then uh, the man was actually raised in an orphanage with his three brothers in, in India and um, now they've got a brand new orphanage along with the other two uh, in Thailand Cambodia. Cambodia Cambodia and we are we're so excited about that that we want to be a blessing to them and help them and no, be do. able we to this year them. be able yeah. to give to another orphanage that's brand new that we that they're ju- they have already begun. Actually, in the fall. you know, actually that was that was Guinea and, and Lisa Anderson, yeah. longtime friends of ours. Right. They live in Houston area, and I first met Guinea. Guinea's from <laughs> India, Indian Indian from India. Lisa's right. Lisa's uh, a, a, a Caucasian American, but raised in the mission fields in uh, Italy. Italy. And so uh, you actually years ago went to went with uh, Italy with. Uh, and minister uh, to the gypsies there. There, in but Italy. I actually met Lisa and and Guinea decades ago when they lived in Hong Kong. Right, they were missionaries in Hong Kong. For and like I, I had been preaching in, in, yeah. in Singapore. I'd been preaching in India. I'd been preaching in Thailand, and then I blew through Hong Kong uh, on the way home and uh, called them, or somehow somebody got us together for a meal, right. and that's how we met. We've been friends ever since. We highly respect their ministry, and they. As you said, Guinea was raised in an orphanage himself right, in India right. with his brothers. Right. Uh, and then they they have uh, ministry and orphans uh, that they help around the world. We're You know, and these are vetted orphanages, people that we know are seasoned ministers of the gospel. And we just try to get as much in the pot as we can and then just give it all out at Christmas. And so we've already had people send money in for Christmas and for the orphanages. So we are believing God again to have a bountiful supply. The Lord crowns the year with his bounty. Yes, he and does. in all his paths drip abundance. Yes, yes, and yes. so we're going to take that abundance and send it out to the nations of the world and help these children as the heritage. Children are the heritage of the yes, Lord. They are. And we want to respect their lives and show them that, that the kingdom of God cares about everything that's going on in their life. Their lives are valuable. And, you know, God tells us in Jeremiah, he says that, uh, uh, he says, I know the thoughts right. that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Right. Thoughts of peace, thoughts peace. of good, not of evil. Right. To give you an expected, expected end. end. And the Amplified says to give you a future and a hope. Right. And that's the scripture that we started out all those years ago, Jackie and I started with our orphan projects 
uh, the scripture we used was saying we're giving these children a future and a hope. That's right. I like it. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And, you know, I, I just believe the more we give, um, we found out that, that the more God gives. It sets heaven to work <laughs> on behalf of the kingdom of God, you personally. And so just join with us in believing God that this is going to be even better and better. And really, the private sector does so much more effective work than the government does. We'd love to keep oh, yeah. the government out of everything and let the private sector just have the freedom to function and do what we do because that's giving is what we do best. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> and the government helping keep their and nose serving out of some of these things. You and I were talking on the way into the broadcast today and said and said, you know, the churches does such a better job than the government. They really do. And we were talking about so much taxpayer waste. Yes. And we all know the government takes our money. They as waste more money they than waste they're it, effective waste it, waste with. It. They spend it on themselves. They give perks for themselves and their kids and their grandkids. And uh, we were talking on the way into the broadcast this morning and said, you know, uh, if we just cut them off from their taxes <laughs> and take that money and put it in the gospel, the church right. the church would revolutionize the world. We can do this job. And so Because you we're know, not trying to line our own pockets like they're trying to line their own pockets. We're actually trying to help people. It, just like in Pharaoh's day, it, the children of Israel when they were in Egypt, um, they gave them straw to make brick with and they still did the job. You know, we just find out that even though like Isaac, he they tried to uh, restrict him from being able to do uh, to grow his flocks and his herds, sure. and yet God blessed him. God blessed him anyway. It's supernatural things. And you, maybe we just need to get a T-shirt that'll just say something like "God will bless me anyway." There you go. And just have the attitude that we're going to be fiercely strong, committed, dedicated to do the work of God. That we will be warrior-like in our defense of well, the weak. God, God has specialized in that throughout yeah, history. That he right, he steps in supernaturally. And lifts you up and helps you when there right. is no help and no hope. No hope. No Jonah help. Jonah had no hope. He's in the bottom <laughs> of the ocean, the belly of the whale, seaweed yes. around his head, and God rescued him. Salvation Daniel is the of lion's the Lord. Den, there's no hope and no help, and God rescued him. Shadrach, right. Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. Oh, no wow. No help, no hope, no way out. God rescued him. Jesus in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's later, done. No hope. No hope, no help. It's over. Disciples despondent, depressed. Thought, oh, well, this didn't work. And three days later, it's a new world. Well, it, you know, you look all through the Bible. Look at Job. You know, oh, you he just said, he just that. said, rejoice not against me, oh, my enemy. Right. For when I fall, I shall arise. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, be back. back. Or God's going <laughs> to bless me anyway. Yeah, God's going to bless me anyway. So be militant about that. Do not cower in the face of lack and worry and fear. Do not cower when you hear bad news. Stand up. Be strong. That's why there's so much to the word of God that, that just indicates that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel, let now, Israel say, now say, and then we'll say it again. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, when the waters rose up against us, when men rose up against us, but thanks be to God, we have been like a bird escaped great. from the snare of the fowler. We have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. So you just get militant. That's Psalm 124. Just take everything and just start throwing that in the kitchen sink and, and hell. That, that all goes back to what we've been talking about uh, last. Uh, oh, my goodness. We started talking about it in September. In September, we started saying we're doing a legacy series. Yes. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have four major right. messages in it. Right. Uh, and told people it'd be out in October. And it was. Yes. Uh, and we're getting lots of great reports. And uh, 
But these were these were four messages, not just sermons, but no, Terry, that's and right. That's what that you've God, done. That God gave to me over the decades right. in foreign countries around the world to either this mark something or to to drive a post right. <laughs> or to change history or to right. make history right. or to remove an ungodly leader out of office or whatever. And uh, and one of those was salvation of is of the Lord, and that's what we're talking about right here. That's right. Uh, the, Jonah said, "Salvation is of the Lord." And right. he, got, he got out of the whale. You know, that's Daniel, right. Shadrach, Meshach, uh, Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, <laughs> same thing. Not Our God names. whom we serve. Right. Because Nebuchadnezzar said, I'm going to throw you in the burning fiery furnace. I'm going to make it seven times hotter. And then he asked him a question. He said, and what God is able to deliver you out of mine? Uh, you're going down. And they just said, oh, king, <laughs> we're not careful to answer you in this matter. That's right. We're not going to be politically correct. We're not going to mince our words. You won't know what God can rescue. Our God whom we serve. Yes. Daniel chapter three, you read it. Our God whom we serve is able and he Will. will. That's right. They had no intention of burning. They weren't going to burn. They knew they weren't going to burn. They said, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Now put that in your pipe and smoke it. And I tell you, God delivered them. Uh, Daniel went to the lion's den. King That's Darius right. said to him, oh, Daniel. That's pretty fierce. And the next day, he says, oh, Daniel, are you there? Was your God whom you serve continuously able to deliver you. And he's all oh, King Darius. Don't worry about that. Me and these kitty cats had a good night's sleep. They make a good pillow and they wow. make good blankets and uh, we're fine. I tell you, King Darius said, get him out of there. And he got him out of there. And he said, now go get those bad guys that put him in there wow. uh, by deceiving me and put them and their wives and their children in the lion's den. Jesus. And so it says that the lions had mastery over them and break their bones to pieces. But all through the word of God, there's that salvation is of, is of the, Lord. the Lord. And that's one God of the, that's one of the messages here uh, in the legacy series that will help you, bless you, minister My to you, goodness. change your life, keep you alive. Uh, well, praise God. Oh, well, we're just trying to do things that will help you be more than a conqueror. Absolutely. Help you overcome the hand of the enemy. And that's the whole reason why, you know, all this is available. We were looking at some of these things, spiritual authority, blood warrior, Blood warrior, I like it. Yeah, the spirit of faith, the spiritual authority again in DVD. Then we've got Pulling Down Strongholds. The book will be out soon. And then More Than Conquerors and Setting Your Course. That's just a few of the things that Terry has used around the world to conquer every situation, in, regardless of the nation, and of course, the, the tribe the and tongue, because of <laughs> the purpose of our faith, the purpose of this book is that God can reach the world, missions, the purpose of our faith. And so we want to always just build your faith up to realize that your needs are met in Christ Jesus. We don't have to worry about the personal side of life because the Lord is faithful to do that. Jesus reversed the curse yes, he did. in our lives. Like I mentioned earlier in Galatians 3, if you'll read that, then go read Deuteronomy 28 and just start a fight with hell. Just start a fight over over the fact that there could be lack in your life, sickness and disease, trouble of any kind, which is what the Bible uses the you word know, that, affliction, any kind of affliction, any kind of trouble in your life, any sort of, di of diabolical scheme from hell that's trying to kill, steal or destroy in your life. That's why Jesus came was to reverse no, absolutely. that. He said, I've come to give you life in abundance. And, you know, that's one of the messages we've put in our 
our legacy of volume two. Yes. Legacy series volume two, because God gave me that word. Now, I had heard other preachers preach that, right. by the way. I said I said in one of the programs that the Legacy Volume One. I said God just gave me that. I didn't get it from some other preacher. Yeah, those and four nothing things. wrong getting it from another preacher. And I had heard uh, Brother Kenneth Hagen preach on on uh, uh, we're redeemed from the curse. Right. Uh, I heard John Osteen. Both those are my spiritual fathers. I preach on uh, Jesus reversed the curse. And so uh, uh, then God gave me that in a, in a rhema word to deal with something I was doing. We kept my grandmother alive. Doctors gave her 20% chance to live through the night. And I was in Mexico ministering and she's in Odessa, Texas. And my aunt called me and said, uh, your mother, your grandmother's going to die. You need to get here. The doctor's calling the family. And I said, no, she's not going to die. It's alive in the pits of hell. I said, she'll be fine until I get there. And when I get there, I'll assess the situation That's right. and see what's going on. <laughs> and uh, And finally, I didn't get there for several weeks. And finally, when I did get there, uh, and they had said her kidneys were stopped functioning. You know, she because she's diabetic, she lost her sight. Right. It was bad and no hope, no help. And uh, I walked in the hospital room and said to her, do you want to die? Do you want to die? Do you want to go to heaven and be with granddad and be with Jesus? If you do, that's fine. That's your choice. But if you don't. It's your choice. You that's let right. me know. You tell me what you want to do. And she, right. she tears ran down her face. She couldn't see me, but tears ran down her face. And she said, Terry, I don't want to die. And I said, that's all I need to know. And so I, I led her through the declaration over and over and over right. that Christ has redeemed, redeemed me from me the curse of from the, the law. Curse of the law. Diabetes isn't diabetes is under the curse. A blindness is under the curse. Kidney failure is under the curse. Therefore, I'm free from it. Say that again, so people know what to say. Sometimes people well, don't even well, know what Galatians, to say, and they Galatians start begging three. God. And that's what that's what we're putting in, in the in the legacy volume two is uh, Jesus reversed the curse. Uh, but Galatians three thirteen right. and fourteen, right, uh, and then you couple that with the last verse in the chapter of Galatians, right. which is verse twenty nine. Twenty nine. Uh, but Galatians three thirteen and fourteen says, and notice this is all past tense words. It's none of this is it's going to happen one day. No, it's already it's already right. past tense. Right. It says Christ hath or hath already done did. It's past tense. Christ <laughs> hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, right. being made a curse for us, for us, or it's written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. That And why did he do it? That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we, that we Gentiles, that we might receive the, the uh, promise of the Spirit through, through faith. faith. And then verse 29, the last verse says, and if you belong to Abraham, excuse me, if you belong to Christ, Christ. then you're Abraham's seed <laughs> and heirs according to the promise. And so then you find curses all through. It says the curse of the law. The law, the Pentateuch is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, right. not just the Ten Commandments, but those five books. Right. And so I go through those five books and look for curses. Right. And in Deuteronomy 28, which you Deuteronomy mentioned a while ago, a bunch of them are listed. It's not yes. all of them by any means, but a bunch of them are listed there. So right. it's an easy place to go. And so I had her say, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. If you've got a sickness, disease in your body yes. you're dealing with, Say, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Say that. Being made a curse for me. And I had her say, and diabetes is under the curse. So right. whatever you've got, cancer, whatever. Uh, and blindness is under the curse. That's she right. said that. She couldn't even hardly talk. And, and, and kidney failure is under the curse. And therefore, I'm free from it. And then I had her say that, Renee, over and over. I mean, we That's said right. it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And three days later, she got up and walked out of the hospital, lived another 10 years. And didn't have to have any operations no, no, or no, nothing. No, no, no. God Doctor healed her, got her side got back. Got her side back. Yeah. Kidneys started working, lived her, another 10 years. The next day her eyes were working. The next day her kidneys were working. 
yeah. in the doctor center home. <laughs> Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. <laughs> Being made a curse for me. Start yelling that in your house. Put it on paper. Put it on a wall. And then name I, the problem. COVID's under the curse. Yes, amen. Well, our time is gone for today. But one more time, we're going to remind you and nag you even if we have to, that you are more, more than, than a conqueror. Praise See God. you next time. Look forward to talking to you then. Bye-bye. I read Terry's stories about being ended up here in Mexico, being shot at by robbers. Eating up the stories that he would tell of his missions and ministry, and it would build my faith. <laughs>